Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> I'm Shen. And I'm Lay. And welcome back to the Wild Day Nap Podcast. Woo! I thought we were only going to get the jingle for Bob. I got the jingles. <laughs> Listen, friends, we're getting lucky today. Just giving us a jingle <laughs> in the beginning. That's nice. <laughs> Don't spoil us, though, because we're going to look for it every single it time. I know. It depends on my mood. Fair enough. So I take it you're in a good mood. How are you? The joke is, I'm not. <laughs> That's it. So you have to like, because you're not in a good mood, that you have to really push it. You got to push the energy, right? I'm telling you, friends, we mm-hmm. are just going through it over here in Canada. Yeah. It is, I don't even know. It's, it's a whirlwind. I mean, I feel like it's, it's like legitimately, but wait, there's more like every day. <laughs> like that's like, like that's what the Ford government should just rename themselves. Don't bother calling themselves conservatives. Don't call them like just call themselves, but wait, there's more. Oh my god! <laughs> because that's, that's all every day. I remember last year, this time we thought like this, that was like the height of it. Right. Because that's when like the lockdown, um, stipulation started and we thought like mm-hmm. okay this is going to be really bad now and for the next little while but then it's going to be okay this time next year it's going to be okay and it's like we're now this is this time next year and it's a bigger shit show than it was last year so worse I, than ever yeah it's just worse and we've still we've literally been in lockdown forever forever and it's still it's like still such a shit show so i'm tired for real and you know what we started off and i was like you know what this is nice a nice slow pace of life yeah yeah i can smell the fresh air i can go for a walk the birds <laughs> are chirping and then now i'm just like pulling out my hair yeah and i feel like they're sucking my soul out with a silly straw like i just mm-hmm. cannot i can yeah. somebody send for us <laughs> right like <laughs> this ain't it man this is not this is not this it. ain't it I don't want it. I don't want it. I, I don't, don't. I don't even know what to say anymore, to be yeah. honest. Me neither. <sighs> but in all things, in all things, <laughs> there's always something to be grateful for. And at least we have each other. At least we have our health. At least we have this platform. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Friends, don't despair. <laughs> <laughs> we will be here. To entertain you <laughs> that's all we got man. i know i wish we had more 
we wanted to we we wanted to be there to um you know host awesome events over the summer these awesome kick-ass mommy meetups and like cool brunches and workouts and this and that and we still we'll eventually will and I mean but right now all we got for you is this podcast so (laughs) (laughs) so so enjoy it enjoy it um but okay I guess that was a check-in for the both of us because yeah I mean (laughs) we the same we the same shit going on ain't shit going on no this is it um lucky for us though we don't have to simply wallow in sadness alone we can do it (laughs) with someone else there's someone else that can share our despair (laughs) i'm just kidding um no we have so many reasons to be happy because we have an awesome guest who's so freaking hilarious um and uh who we haven't known for long but the minute we discovered her we're like why why haven't we met this person in real life (laughs) right so freaking hilarious so, friends, we want to welcome Lisa, aka Lisa in the city. What's up? <laughs> hey, Lisa. <laughs> hey, girl. How are you? Uh, <laughs> that's rude. That's a rude question. I know, eh? That's offensive. <laughs> I'm fucking triggered right now. Seriously. Like, I- I'm like just, I'm hanging by a thread, to be honest. Like, I'm really trying to be like, um, optimistic Mm. and happy and like because for me it's like my my mindset and just like feeling good if I'm not feeling good like I feel like everything just falls apart for me you know so that's the part that's been really hard because as much as I'm trying to like you know do the marathon here it's um yeah anyways it's 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 I'm not it's it's like a roller coaster it's like one day I'm feeling good and the next day I'm like why (laughs) No, I think you're right. And I think it, you know, the complexity of kids, it just makes it like another, it's just another layer. It's another layer, the kids being home and like, yes, of course they're doing virtual schooling, but like in so many spaces, it feels more like homeschooling. So it's just like, it's homeschooling. My kids are toddlers. Like I have to literally sit there in front of the computer. Like I, I'm like, I want to, I want a kindergarten graduation because I did kindergarten. Like I I want the hat. I want the photo. I want the certificate. You're crossing the stage. She just shoves her son right off. She's like, no, (laughs) move it, move it. (laughs) I hear you. I I definitely, I don't know. I hear you 100%. It's, it's, it's wild. So like, I don't, I have a hard enough time. I teach high school and like get making sure that my kids are actually doing whatever the hell they're supposed to be doing is a struggle enough when they're 16 years old. How the hell? I can't even imagine kids that are like four, five, six. I, that's a joke. That's you're a joke. doing with like the hormones and stuff, or like my mom would say the hormones. The hormones. <laughs> they're wild. They are wild. And it's like, yeah, I'm getting, and it's funny because I'm I'm used to getting like their hormonal wild, like outbursts in person but now I'm getting them via email so I have students sending me like what I guess if we were to convert it would be like six to seven page emails about like how stressed they are about everything I'm like wow this is a lot and like also throwing in some like things about their boyfriends and like throwing in a couple things about like you know their friends that they thought they were their friends but then now during quarantine they haven't checked for them so they're not really their friends and like how do I navigate this and then also like social media I'm like wow this is a lot I I said I I have anxiety (laughs) just hearing that yeah right it's like I said, I'm oh my goodness. Don't let me regret it. Like, don't let me regret it. I feel like you'd be like a cool teacher, though. Like, the fact that you know all the back end stories, like, yeah. 
I it's feel crazy. like you're down with them. No, I should definitely. I, I really enjoy it. And I, and I love what they bring. But man, do they bring a lot. It's a lot of weight. <laughs> a lot of weight. Um, but anyways, um, not glad to know that you're surviving in spite of it all. I mean, barely, but yeah. No, that's like, exactly. <laughs> surviving. There's a heartbeat. There's a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine like what someone describing the way that you're responding to things as surviving? And that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's generous, but. Right. Okay. Hilarious. <laughs> um, well, friends, uh, speaking of trying to cheer ourselves up and, uh, you know, just thrive in the midst of all the BS, it's time for Bomb Moms. Bomb Moms. <laughs> here we go here we go here we go um so we are nominating bomb moms it's our favorite time of the episode because shit we need all the love that we can get we need all the adoration and the support so be sure to nominate a bomb mom if you have one because we need it so my bomb mom this week is sean tay uh i know by the time this posts uh i feel like I don't want to say the novelty of her great, her latest accomplishment would have worn off, but like she just announced today that she uh, successfully completed her master's, which was so amazing Yay. because doing your master's during a pandemic with a newborn baby, I don't even want to freaking know. Yeah. I mean, she shared that like, wow. it was like seven days postpartum. Like she had to do something major. I don't know if it was like a project or something formal where she had to speak. Uh, she talked about like late nights, three o'clock a.m., like 3 a.m., uh, nursing her baby and like eyes bloodshot red, writing reports. And like she just talked about studying to like, you know, all our like and she's also very hands on, uh... right? Like pureeing all the foods <laughs> and doing all of the fun <laughs> stuff with the kids. Um, and then, of course, like, you know, having the responsibility, surely of your your family, you know, being a wife, like she's just wearing yeah. 16 million hats. And, um, yeah, she's super awesome. She's so supportive of the podcast. Um, and we're excited to have her on. We were actually supposed to, but again, just life has gotten in the way. So, um, anyway, Shante, the fact that you you finally graduated, she maintained her honor roll average the entire time. Wow. Um, Yeah. You're just dope. You're so dope. And so, so worthy of this, this, this honor. So you are definitely what a bomb mom. Right? Wow. Without a shadow of doubt. Like you are a bomb mom. Truly, truly. Because being Gosh. a new mom, first time mom, that's just scary. It's so overwhelming. First time mm-hmm. mom? First time yeah. mom. Yeah. Oh my God. Like she was over first time mom also with the preemie. Her daughter was born, I believe almost two months early. So there was all these complications. Like, there was just like, wow. a lot of things happening. Um, and it just was a lot, it was a lot for her. And she just like handled it with such grace. Of course, you know, being honest and having her moments, but surely she's just still like rose like the Phoenix. So I'm just so proud of her and happy that we get to honor her. Of course. That's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to nominate a, a celebrity interior designer. Her name is Nephi Walker. Ooh. I, um, love her. If you guys are not aware i love black (laughs) and her (laughs) i love anything black um if my whole life could be painted in black i would um and it's not emo it's just so it's so bold and radiant to me i just love everything about black but he has an amazing style um her interior design is based around black so she has these amazing bold 
style choices for her home that people would probably not gravitate towards but I think it's just so amazing she's so cool to me so I had to just shout her out Neffy Walker she's amazing I'm on her Instagram now and I'm like "Mm, just come and redesign my whole life such a vibe I love her (laughs) it's funny that you mentioned all black I literally uh, a couple weeks ago I was like I need to change it's it's literally because this panini's been going on for too long but like um, I, I painted my whole kitchen black like wow fun yeah I went all I I did it all like all the cabinets I I already had like black appliances and a black um countertop and yeah it's a small kitchen so I was like you know what I I saw someone on Instagram who did it and I was like oh my god it looks so chic and sleek like with the right lighting to like you know accent it anyways it was it it doesn't look like hers that I saw on on YouTube but looks pretty good that's awesome so I was for it so my question is did it make your kitchen look I mean I'm sure obviously it looks like so much sexier and and sleeker but it didn't make it look smaller you know what no because because of the fact that okay so the kitchen is already actually pretty small um like it's not like this massive kitchen because sometimes you think like they say like with darker colors it recedes so it yeah it feels smaller but like um, I had that, like, you know, that like, uh, kind of retro-y like blonde wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had that. It's like, everything's like original in the house. So <clears throat> because I had the black appliances and countertop, it actually created like the monochrome actually made it look bigger. To be ah. Honest. Yeah. So I think that's the trick is like, if you're going to do it in a smaller space, like almost do the whole thing. And then it just like, you know, elongates just, it. it yeah it, yeah it made it so cohesive instead of chopped up because yes I think because it was chopped up with too many colors before that's what made it even feel smaller but actually ah. having it completely monochrome it just elongated it almost sick that's the story I'm going with anyways so <laughs> I don't care I like it <laughs> yeah that's, I'm here for it I know that's- my downstairs kitchen is I, I put black cabinets in of course <laughs> Yeah, see, of so you course. Know, like it, yeah. yeah. It came up. You know, I love the black. I know. It's so good. <laughs> I love black too. And I also really love white, but I'm always like, mm, how will I keep it clean? My child's filthy. So that's the thing. I felt like I betrayed myself with a white kitchen. My upstairs kitchen is all yeah. white. And I look at it and I'm just like, oh. I get <laughs> so annoyed. Like, I, I, like, me and my husband hate it. We yeah. really wanted a green kitchen. Oh, that we're like, mm. it, at the time because we bought the house and renovated it during the pandemic it was so hard to get the green so we're like okay we're gonna go white because this is too hard and yeah. we regret it every day of our lives hilarious <laughs> I mean that's, that's fine what you did with the chairs you did right yes yeah, yes did. my dining room chairs are green my dining room is black and I carry black throughout my whole house. They will tell you there's black everywhere. Just drag it into the everywhere. It's going to the baby's room. I don't care. Everyone's wearing black. It's a theme. Did you do the handles? Like what color did you do the handles on the kitchen? Black. My hardware That's is black. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So your cabinetry is black and your hardware. Yeah. You're it's, gonna have to take so, a picture. That's what made it so sleek because it's like just complete like nothing makes your eyes stop. It's just mm, mm, all the way through. Very cool. I love that. that's awesome all right lisa who's your bomb mom sis all right so bomb mom actually okay so i I had a couple can i can i say a couple that i that i like here (laughs) um so in terms of like fashion i love scout the city 
She's from Brooklyn. Have you, do you guys know her? No, but I'm looking no, at her I'm now. I'm going to look it up. Oh, she just came up. Yep. Her stuff. I love looking at her stuff. Like she's got like great style. She's a mom. And the fact that she, like, she has like street style mm. and like just awesome. I love her stuff. I don't know her personally. Mm. I just stalk her on Instagram, but <laughs> I love her stuff. for good reason. <laughs> and then, um, the other mom I wanted to uh, highlight was Mama Jotes. Mama and then J-O-T-E-S. Um, she does like comedy stuff and her stuff's mm. really good too. I love her stuff. Woo, you know so many bomb moms or like I mean, you've identified so many bomb moms, which is cool. We're just so awesome, I tell you. People think motherhood slows you down. It does for a second and then, oh, but <laughs> <Yeah>. then. <laughs> it, not, it knocks you down. Yeah. Kick- down the stairs and then you get back up. That's it. It literally it, it, it punches the living crap out of you. And then you're like, okay, I want more for them. For I want more for myself. So, so friends, continue to nominate mom moms because I mean, as you can see, we're just listing off a few and we're already so impressed with the list that we've got. So no excuse not to honor incredible women that you know and love. Um, all right. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So let's jump right in headfirst to our topic for the day. So we're sitting with Lisa and I mean, we want to explore kind of who she is and what she does because who she is and what she does like directly translates to why she's here and why we thought it would be so cool to talk to her. So tell us a bit about yourself, Lisa. Shell. Um, so my background is actually in like entertainment. I, um, I did, um, for me, it started out actually when I was 12, I did a little bit of theater, like through, um, I was like part of a children's choir Cool. and I kind of got like the performance bug. Like that was the first time that I ever did any kind of performance and was like, oh my God, I love this. Like, give me more, (laughs) give me more. And then, um, and then, you know, my parents gave me the whole like, art and creativity is not real like you know my parents are immigrants so where are they from my dad is italian my mom's argentinian so south american and um they uh yeah like it's you know when you know for immigrant parents it's basically Mm -hmm. like you need to have like sort of like the you need to be an accountant or a doctor yeah something like that or everything else is not a real job and you're going to be broke and we don't want to support you so go get a real damn job kind of thing yeah so (laughs) um I kind of gave up my like you know like I for me they were kind of like keep it as a hobby but it's not a career Mm -hmm. so I kept doing the like you know, I was 12 when I had to make that decision so like in terms of because I wanted to go to an art school for high school oh and so they were like, don't do that. Go to a regular school, get a regular job and just keep it on the side. And then when I went to university, I, I had like a really bad breakup. It was like, you know, like the first for me, it was like my first like real boyfriend where we were like mm. together for like four years. And then we broke up and I was like away at university. 
And I went to a university where I had like no friends. Like I didn't know anybody from my high school. Like oh, I was no. brand new kind of thing. So I'm like alone having this breakup. And then I just, I always loved like dance was such a big part of my life, partly because I'm Latina and like, you know, my mom's always blasting music. And, yeah. You know, the, the house parties my parents had and like that kind of stuff. But um, so I started taking like dance classes just as a way to like have something to do other than like eat ice cream and cry my eyes out. <laughs> And then, well, I've just never been that. I've never been the kind of person who likes to exercise. But like, if you throw me in like a Zumba class or like some kind, even an aerobics class, like I would much rather like just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. Like, tell me what to yeah. do. Tell me what to do. Like you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I started doing that, and then um, in the summers I would come to Toronto and like you know do dance classes, and then I I met a choreographer who she kind of took me under her wing, this girl, Jay Blaze, and um, started doing like music videos and movies. Mm. And, um, and then uh, from there, I like, it, it was like always something that kind of came back into my life kind of thing. Like it, like, it was just something that never left. And then fast forward, I mean, there was stuff in between, but fast forward, I become a mom. And at the time, like I, I have a, a career in real estate as well. And- oh, okay. uh, when I was like at home with the kids, I'm like, okay, I can't be out there. How do I like promote myself and be out there while I'm like stuck in here kind of thing with the, with my baby. And so I just started putting up like um, comedy video, like little sketch comedy things on Instagram. <laughs> and then my Instagram like blew up in a very local way. And I was, and then I was just like, okay, like this could actually be a thing. So that's kind of how it started for me where it was like just bringing back like an old passion and just like sharing it as a release you know because no. postpartum is real like it is oh real. yes don't and we so, know it yeah and that for me that was the outlet and it was just um yeah like for me it was just a way to just like connect with people create community meet other moms and mm. And so it was that for me. And then it's just been one of those things I haven't really looked back and I've just continued to just, you know, just try to create things that like are fun for me to create and like just feel good, good vibes, you know, like yeah. I'm all about good vibes. So it's like, I do a lot of comedy. I do a lot of just dancing in my kitchen and like yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> Cause that's what I was, I was gonna ask. Like, so do you find, or did you find in the beginning? It's like, okay, like I need to produce comedy that's like, or I need to create content that suits, like how did you kind of decide what kind of content you were gonna create or did it just- At, at the beginning, at the beginning, it was more real estate kind of comedy. Like I was just making fun of the industry. Oh, really? And, <laughs> yeah, and I got a lot of like, I got a like a lot of backlash from my industry, from people in my office. Oh, like, wow. Oh yeah, it was like, you're making a mockery. Cause you have to understand, like, I mean, you've obviously, you talked about just buying a house, Shen. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's, uh, it's very like real estate agents are very like, this is the pose, cross your arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all about like, Optics. you know, trying to look a certain way yeah. and yeah. very successful, quote unquote, very, you know, very professional. Like you, you gotta have this appearance of being very successful and this kind of thing. And I went online and was like, um, just like, you know, talking <laughs> kind of like the shit that like no one says, but everyone says behind real estate agents backs. Like <laughs> I did this one video where it was like, you know, the types of agents and it was like one person had like, I'm number one, like yeah, every yeah, yeah. Says they're number one in the best. And it's like, 
And then the other one who just, after you signed the contract, it was like a smoke went up and it's like, they disappear. You never hear from them again. Kind of yeah. so it was like that kind of stuff. And then, um, so, I mean, people in my industry didn't like it very much. They were actually really pissed about what I was doing, oh, but okay. it is what it is. So that was my way of just like, for me, it was like, I'm, I was, I, what ended up happening is actually like the people who were watching it, it mm-hmm. just became so relatable because instead mm-hmm. of trying to flex so hard on people and be like, I'm so successful or some yeah. shit like that, it was like, let's talk about what everybody really says behind every real estate agent's back. So yeah. it started like that. And then as it grew, I just shared about the stuff in my life and being a mom is such a big part of my life. Once mm-hmm. I had kids that it took up so much of my life that it just became all the funny shit that we, that I saw as like my kids doing and like things I saw myself doing that. Like, I was like, I never thought I would be doing this shit. Like, you know, shit stains on my pants and like that kind of stuff. It was like, I just, I just started sharing all that stuff because the way I saw it, it was like, I could either laugh about this or I'm going to cry. So I'd rather (laughs) you may do both to be honest, but you know what? (laughs) At the same time, sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sometimes it's definitely are simultaneous. I, I've had those moments where it's like, I've gotten the baby ready when she was younger. Now she's older, so it's better. But when I had gotten her ready and that took forever and then like, I'm finally getting ready and I look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, I feel good. I'm looking good. And I pick the baby up and she's a massive blowout on me. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just going to cry now because this this whole process took two and a half hours. Like this, this, this. it's like two and a half hours. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to cry. I'm done. Like, let's just all take our clothes yeah. off and we'll lie down. So yeah. Um, I'm so happy. And the thing is, too, is like, especially when you, especially when you go from like, okay, you guys are like, the thing I love about the two of you is like, like from the minute I saw your like profile and like started stalking you guys, I was just like, (laughs) like, you guys are just like, so like laid back, easy to talk to fun. And so I would imagine that you were like, if you're still like that after motherhood, you were definitely like that before. So it's like, yeah. You know, when you're a woman who's like, you know, you go out, you do your thing. And then all of a sudden, like motherhood, it's just like, like, yeah, (laughs) every day. It's hard. Yeah. And it's like trying to find yourself again. That was a big thing for me because like the postpartum hit me really bad and I didn't realize it until actually probably a year or two later when it was like my kids started to get yeah because I think in the moment I was just like surviving and just doing what I had to do like I didn't really have that time to think about oh my god like who am I now like this is me like it was just like I was just doing doing what I had to do and then like I think it was around the time that like my kid my youngest kid hit two I was like started to compare my life like I had the time to sit with it and be like oh my god okay like this was me before this is me now is this what it's gonna be like forever and then there's also all the pressures of everybody telling you like what you need to do what's a good mom and like Mm -hmm. all that bullshit like that and you start to question like okay can I still be that chick or like yeah you know so that was really difficult for me and it wasn't until like my kid, my youngest was two, where I actually could sit back and say, okay, let's actually look at this and like, see where I'm at now and how, what I think of like what motherhood is and not, because at the beginning, you're just like, just give me the advice. I don't know. I just need to keep this kid alive. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. It was total survival mode. So 
I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think it's, it's possible for a lot of women, especially like the women that like just had babies in this past year, my yeah. sister was pregnant and had a baby during the second pandemic. And like, I'm sorry, the second lockdown. And I was just like, you know, the thing you need most is to just get out when yes. you have a newborn, even just to go for a walk, Absolutely. She, you know, now yep. you go for a walk and it's like, if you see someone, you're running the other way. Cause you don't, you know, the kid's brand new, has no immune system and yeah. you're yeah. scared of everything. You can't invite people over to chat and have a coffee. Like I, my heart goes out to like the brand new moms. I mean, to all moms, especially, but like the ones that have just had kids. And if it's your first, mm, you know, first time moms, oh my goodness. It's crazy. It's crazy. Outside of the fact that the pregnancy itself is challenging because like, you know, your partner's not always allowed to come into rooms with you, appointments and just yeah. all those struggles. Um, then there's, yes, the complexity of not being able to engage with others. And like, ex- as you were saying it, I was just reflecting on my own experience. And I think about like, you know, how having like a community like that saved me because yeah. like so many times especially if like you don't have like a lot of friends who are also like you know in the same space like maybe they have older kids maybe they have no kids so it's just like oh my god maybe you just don't like people just thank saying. you <laughs> right like you're just like shit like what do I do so like I oh my god definitely thinking of your like thinking of your sister and all those new moms because that it's a hard it's a hard go oh you know it what is? would piss me off if I was a new mom this year you know when people say oh, you guys are having a baby or when you're like, the dad would be like, we're having a baby. I'd be like, no, we are not having a baby. I'm having a baby. Okay. We're just (laughs) here for the ride. Exactly. It's like, what is it? What did someone, um, was it Brittany or Brooke uh, Weinstein who said that like, um, having a baby is like having a group project like yeah. and then like yeah. one person, and then you do all the work all the work you stay up and pull an all-nighter it's time to hand it in your teacher looks at it and like congratulates the both of you like oh my gosh you both work so hard this is yeah. so good you both get an a and it's just like what you just side-eye the guy you're like, yeah oh. like yeah. You get a D, i get an a yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly your work actually maybe like a b plus right like, <laughs> let's get real um that's so good so I love that you were making fun of like <laughs> the industry and like poking fun at motherhood because again, like there's just so much material there. Um, but like in the midst of like all of that good stuff, you did something else, which was super cool, which is where you found like a, a new passion. It wasn't just in comedy, but it was like another, I don't know. I, I feel like I can't phrase it nearly as well as you do. It's like, still performance. Like it, that's, that's actually what like, so you're talking about the drag yeah like I'm talking about I'm talking about the drag but I'm also talking about like finding again you're like your alter ego like establishing like, like, like revealing that other side of yourself that yeah. was part- potentially revealed like through the comedy but like not living out its like full potential oh yeah like it, it's all about the blossom I'm all I'm all for the blossom like blossom it out like and you know what the thing about motherhood that I realized so much it's like we, we all know before, it's like, there's so many aspects to who you are. You could be the most like outgoing, crazy person, but you got quiet moments too. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like um, the thing that like, whether it was content creation, any, any kind of like performance thing, I think the thing that's so awesome about it is that you really get to express these different sides of you in a way that like, you just you know, you can't necessarily, you just don't have access to it. Like, you know, when you're going grocery shopping or going to a play date yeah, or yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to show up at school pickup with like 
you know, <laughs> the cheapest gown I found on Fashion Nova. <laughs> You're not? I mean, I feel like I need to. <laughs> the way to go. <laughs> but I hear you. Right? <laughs> no, definitely. So you're not doing that, but instead you're finding another way to like, to, to, to be creative and establish like a sense of self. Yeah. Expression. yeah. You know, like one of the things that like, you know, you know how people say like, wherever you want to go, like you, you think of like, let's say you have a goal for yourself. I want to be here in like 10 years or whatever. Like you have these big goals for yourself. And it's like, they always say like, who is that person? Like, who is like, who, who is it that you want to become? And then you kind of want to like, be that person today. And then your life will sort of catch up to like, who you're being kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like, you know, creating like alter egos is like a way to like, tap into that energy. And like, because when when you're in like, sort of that, like, alter ego state, it's like, you have full permission. That's the thing, like, for Mm. me, doing drag, it's permission to go all the way out there. Like it's full mm-hmm. permission to explore the boundaries. You know what I mean? Because when you're locked into like, this is what a mother is and this mm-hmm. is what a wife is and this is what a f- your, you know, the friend part of you is and this is what the daughter part of you is, you know, all that, there's parts of you there, but you're not necessarily always like really squeezing the juice out of all like all yeah. those elements of yourself. And then sometimes within those roles, you might suppress certain parts of yourself because maybe it doesn't fit the mold of like who you need to be as mommy or who you need to be as wifey or like, so that's what I love about alter egos. Actually, I met this guy one time. This is like maybe like seven years ago. He was a performance coach. Uh, Todd Herman is his name. He's originally from, I think, Calgary. Now he's in New York and he um, is a coach for like high performance athletes is how he started. And then he became like high performance for executive CEOs, this kind of thing. Wow. And one of the things he used to say is like when he first started, like he has, he's like one of those guys that has like a baby face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he just always looked really young kind of thing. And um, anyway, so one of like at the beginning when he was starting his career, he was always worried that he didn't, because he had a baby face, he didn't look like experienced enough to be able to like wow. give the advice that he wanted to. So he went out and got himself, um, like reading glasses but with no prescription oh yeah Mm -hmm. and for him that was his alter ego it's like you know uh, Beyonce has Sasha Fierce yeah Mm -hmm. because when you see her in interviews I don't know actually which one is the actual alter ego to be honest I kind of feel like Sasha Fierce is the real her and the soft-spoken Beyonce in the alter ego is the alter ego like I'm trying to be gentle so you guys can handle it, but yeah. this is the real me. Like, I feel like that's actually probably her, you know, because we do adapt. Like, I feel and- that. I feel that. That's true. Yeah. Because you adapt to the people that you're talking to and the environment that you're in typically, right? Yeah. But so you don't always fully express because you don't know who can handle it or not. It's but true. Like, that's, that's the way to like, you know, saying this, when I'm, when I'm on stage, this is who I am is like, I got full reins and there's no limits. And that's the thing for me, that's so exciting about, you know, um, alter egos. It's the same thing you put on, like your, the, your best dress, you, yeah. you, know, you get your hair done, your nails that you feel different. I don't care what that's anybody true. says. Yeah, like, that's true. Good. You put on like whatever, you know, for me, it's like a red lip and red nails, like, you know, it, it just makes me it's transformative like spicy and like yeah like I love it 
It's true. I mean, I, I again, like I, I, and it's so funny that you said that the red lip was like stands out to me because I remember those days shortly after giving birth where I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like myself. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am. I don't know what's happening. And then I was just like, I just need to. And there were some days where I would go out again, like just like a toque or whatever, because it was like I had a winter baby. So that was that that also has its share of like woes. Um, and then I'm just like, I'm just going to put on red lipstick. I'm just going to put I'm going to have my hoodie on <laughs> my track, like my right? jacket, but I'm just going to put on a red lip and it would make the world of a difference. Now, again, yes. I don't know what mothers are doing because now they have masks. Right. <laughs> the red lip is going to help it. You know what I mean? You got to do like the face shield or something. You do. You definitely do. But I felt like there were so many days where sometimes I'd catch myself in the mirror or I'd look up in like my rear view while I was driving and I would see the red lip and I'm like, yeah, I feel like here's me. Like I can still see me. I can still feel me. So you're right. It like, it's, yeah. it can be something so small, but it makes a world of a difference as far as like helping you feel like you or find you. Um, your Honestly, in the winter, yeah. I'll do like a red lip, throw on some sunglasses and put on like the, like a, like a blanket kind of coat. And I'll have like my pajamas underneath, but I feel good. <laughs> yeah. like, the the fur jacket and your PJs. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you put on a red lip and I'm like, that's it. Like, Who it's the sunnies. It's the sunnies for me. I love wearing like big sunnies. I know. Right? I feel like mm. a, you know, you feel like you should be like on Rodeo Drive or something. Running oh, from man. paparazzi. I know. I was like, <laughs> no pictures. Wait. <laughs> Northwest. No pictures. <laughs> so uh, I want to double back to your yeah, alter ego. Exactly. I want you to give us some more information on who they are, what they're like, what their name is. I, I want some more info. You know what? I've been, okay. So, okay. So when I did, I, I was talking, there's these two drag, I, I call them my fairy drag mothers who like <laughs> helped me do the whole, like get into drag. And yeah. they took, they took me on a journey and it actually, so it, we were, we've been trying to do this for so long, but with the whole, like, panini situation it just <laughs> yeah. got like pushed back so when we actually did it this past um the holidays that just passed so 20 mm-hmm. December 2020 is Ooh, I saw this whole holiday show um where I got into drag the makeup alone took like a good solid hour and a half to I can believe it and I wow. tried like a week later I'm like okay let me try drag makeup mm-hmm Oh my God. I look like, well, I look like the, the drag from like a Walmart TA drag. Like it was like Walmart drag. Like it was, I mean, I love, I love Walmart. They actually have the best sweats. I'm not going to lie. If you need oh, to yeah. like, set, uh, like sweats, go into the men's section. This is a pro tip right now. Good quality uh, sweats. Just saying. But yeah, they give so it like, to the men. <laughs> if anybody, if your man needs like gray sweatpants, those are good ones. <laughs> But yeah, so like we uh, we did a, a holiday show and like it was very like it was my first time doing drag. My my big like like intention behind it was really to just like explore something totally new. It was performance. Yeah. So like anything performance, I really love even during like the first lockdown, I started um, learning to Vogue, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like, yeah, yeah, uh, gay community uh, ballroom Vogue and mm-hmm. um like that kind of lit a fire under my ass. And then I'm like, oh my God, like drag. And like, I just got so into it. And I, I, to be honest, I wasn't even sure, like, you know, if I would be allowed, like, I didn't want it to be offensive to the drag community. That was my question. Yeah. So I asked them, I was like, and actually on the show, like we kind of addressed it. Cause I was like, like, are people going to be offended that I'm doing drag? Like, 
you know, cause it's typically it's gay men who do drag. Like, yeah. so uh, like that's at least, it, that's, you know, who you predominantly see doing drag. And like, for me, it was, it was not coming from a place of, you know, trying to offend anybody. It was literally just being so obsessed with it and being like, oh my God, like, I just need some of this energy. Like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I found out what they told me is that like, the way they explained it to me is like drag is it's art. It's not necessarily like um, only like gay men can do it. So mm-hmm. there's there's an actual term for um, women who do drag and it's called bio drag. And then, and then um, people who dress up as men, like, like drag as a man, it's um, drag king instead of drag queen. Oh, oh, so yeah. talk to me a little bit. So like there are women dressing up in drag as men. And yeah. then I guess, I guess, I mean, my guess is they're doing, they're, they're contouring and doing makeup to look more masculine. Yeah. Um, but oh my still God, I haven't the, seen the this. same level of like extravagance, or is it just like more muted because the goal is to look like a everyday regular guy? Ooh, I mean, I just still- Googled it. Yeah. So typically, um, like typically like the, it's very like drag makeup is like, it, it, it has evolved and there yeah. is definitely like in terms of drag Queens, you will see now, um, like they're one of my favorite, uh, current, like very popular current drag, uh, queen is Violet Chachki. Oh my God. Like Chachki. gorgeous makeup, like is like, on par and it it's not as it's not theatrical makeup it's like beautiful glow up i'm not to say i'm not trying to say that the like theater version of drag makeup isn't beautiful but it's like very blended whereas the original like what you would see as a sort of more traditional or, or classic maybe is a better word drag mm-hmm. is like it's very contoured very theater type makeup yeah, um, and that has evolved as well. Sort of the new school drag queens. You're seeing things look way more like flushed and like blended. Yes, mm-hmm. so it's very different. But um, the um, my fairy drag mothers have more of a classic kind of um, take on the makeup. They can they do it all. But I was just like, whatever you do on you, like do it on me. Like I just want don't don't like you know, simmer it down for me. <laughs> I don't think I can take it. Like, I, I want to feel the whole thing because I don't know when I'm ever going to have this opportunity. Like, I just want to go there. Kind yeah. Of and like one thing, like what I'll say is that like from the minute I saw myself, because I was like, okay, do the makeup and I don't want to see anything until like it's done. Oh, wow. When I saw myself in drag, I didn't know who I was. I, like, And I was just like, <laughs> in love with myself. I was like feeling myself. I'm like, hey, girl, like what? Is, what? Like, <laughs> honestly, like you just like become something so different. And like, it does take a minute to like, kind of see like, okay, who do I want to, who, who is this woman in front of me? Like, yeah. who is she? Is she is she sassy? Is she sexy? Is she like demure and, you know, like, you know, and so um, I, they did tell me like, it would take a few times to kind of get an eye, like to explore different things. And sometimes the costume you're wearing, you explore different sides. So like, you know, you could be the demure, um, the demure, soft, feminine woman in one costume. And then all of a sudden you throw on maybe like some rhinestone, uh, bodysuit um, with a totally different hairstyle, 
and you know you're just like I don't know whatever you're like a showgirl or something, yeah yeah you know what I yeah mean? So, um I wanted to be like I was kind of going for originally like I'm like I want like femme fatale like I just like give me I, I had thigh <laughs> highs like you know like massive heel Ooh, like yeah. yeah I was just like give it to me give it to me like um patent leather like it was yeah I was just like give it to me like I want to feel it all it was honestly the thing that is so incredible about actually like really exploring alter egos is that permission like no yeah. holds bar it's like permission that you give yourself to really go for it and take on a character and explore that character and the thing that's so cool about it is that when you take on a personality that's um a lot of time I mean they did say to me that like sometimes people take on a personality that is totally opposite of who they are if you're like very outgoing and friendly and all this stuff mm -hmm. like maybe you take a very soft kind of like you can explore different personalities or you take on something that's kind of already there but maybe not as fully expressed in your yeah. everyday life um for me that was kind of more the thing where I was like you know I want to feel in a way totally opposite I don't want to feel like a mom I want to feel like a sex goddess like give me the sex <laughs> like I, that's how I wanted There's to no feel kids. this woman hates kids. yeah yeah. <laughs> there's no way this woman's having kids like <laughs> her womb is dissolved like there's just no way <laughs> you know what I mean but like um that's hilarious the thing that's so cool about it though is that like you take on a new personality and you start thinking differently too mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. and so it's like you're giving permission to yourself to explore a totally new realm a totally new world but then because you're in costume, everybody around you also gives you permission to be completely different yeah. than you've ever been before. Yeah. It's not like, you know, because the only thing about the red lip is you can put on the red lip and feel good. But when you walk around, everybody who already knows you still acts and associates with you the way they always associate with you, just That's that you true. look really yeah. good that day. That's true. That's but when true. you're in complete drag and look totally like nothing like they've ever seen you look before, they interact with you differently. The same people mm -hmm. that you've known your entire life. That's you know what really I mean? cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why costume parties are really cool. Like I did a costume. I, I did a costume. I used to um like a couple of years ago, actually the year before uh last, so 2019. I, I hosted this party called uh, Party Like a Mommy, M-A-M-I, like, you know, wow. like mommy, like that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and I made it a costume party because I wanted when the moms showed up, I wanted them, number one, I feel like when, when everyone's wearing a costume, you automatically have something in common with everybody, right? Mm -hmm. You're not in regular clothes. So you're right away. It's so much easier to just start talking to people, Very interacting true. and all that. But like these women took it to a whole new level. Like I had one mom come in and she wanted us to announce her as she came in and she had this, she did this whole like um, <laughs> art demonstration where she came in and first she had like this, almost like a garbage bag covering her. She looked like a cocoon. And then she started twirling and it opened up into this butterfly dress. <gasps> Oh, wow. oh my god like yeah like it was like living out your fantasy like it was amazing like it was so amazing it was just like it was almost like you know a party when you're like 13 so you're like silly and funny yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah. Fun and like 
it's not about being cool it's about just doing like the craziest shit like just like fun <laughs> playful stuff like yeah it was good but there's but, like costume does that costume does right. that right? drinking yeah. yeah i love drinking i is still like a party when i was 13 but anyways um <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed now I'm just, no. i can recover faster <laughs> or, or not but i just buy my own booze now this is true <laughs> right oh my god i love it that's but so honestly cool. like Costume is one of those things. It just gives you access to like a whole new world. A whole new world. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Seriously. It As really you- is like the way, like I said, like for me, what they had said to me is like drag is performance. It's like originally like um, it's an art form. It's mm. not like uh, only these people do it. Only those people. Like it's not like that at all. It's it's not like community specific, although yeah. it's, there, you know, it's a, there's definitely you know the a community who like brought it to life of course, like of um and you know there's traditions around it and all this stuff and um but it's like the root of it is all about like really just exploring the art form and performance of it but the thing honestly guys like the thing that's so amazing about it is it's like opening a door to a whole new world like it's like complete like imagine having a blank slate to life and being like who do you want to be now? Who do you mm-hmm. want to be for an hour? You know, and it's not like a permanent thing because you think about your life and it's like who you are is a product of, you know, the people in your life, maybe the school that you like, you know, your environment, yeah. how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Drag is like, who do you want to be? You mm-hmm. get to decide instead of being a product. Not that you didn't necessarily choose your upbringing, but yeah, when you're sure. a kid, like you're just, you're learning what you're being taught and mm-hmm. that gets ingrained right. in you. This is like, who would you like to create yourself to be? What is your fantasy? Like, wow, it, it's so incredible. Like uh, I'm obsessed. So there's <laughs> that. <laughs> but what do you suggest then for moms? Because it's like for moms who, like the mom listening to this, who is, lost and is has is having difficulty like finding herself and finding her voice in this new role and just trying to like be how do you say especially even in this pandemic how do you suggest we find that alter ego how do we seek it out and like how do we learn to celebrate it well one of my favorite quotes from RuPaul is like he says you know we're all born naked and the rest is drag Mm -hmm. everything is like the image that you're Mm -hmm. portraying whether it's an image that was given to you by society of like what a woman needs to be what a mom needs to be uh what a canadian needs to like whatever those things are because there's so many ways you can slice us down you know what i mean but like um but with drag it's and anything that you put on yourself it's who do you want to be today? Like, I think that's a question that when we get dressed, it's, and that was a big thing that changed in my life after doing drag is when I would get dressed in the morning, because before I would get dressed and I would just pick up what, <laughs> smell it, it's clean. Okay, let's throw it on, especially <laughs> during the lockdown. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's like, and I didn't want to do laundry anymore. So it was Girl, like, just, definitely that shit up and then throw it right back on. Breathe <laughs> <laughs> Put in the dryer. Put some fleecy right? shit in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like after doing drag, like the thing that changed for me was I was like, I would wake up and I would say, How do I want to feel today? 
Do I want to feel sexy? Do I want to feel like sporty and active? Do I just like want to feel relaxed and cozy? And it became an intention that I brought into my day of how do I want to feel? And then looked for the things, whether it was jewelry, whether it was makeup, whether it was my clothes, um, it was all stuff that had to help me feel the way I wanted to feel. I even like reorganized my entire closet after doing drag. Like I color coded it because like certain colors make me feel a certain way. Like purple, like violet is like one of my favorite colors from, from when I was a kid. I love the way it looks on my skin and with my hair color. And like, it just like, it, it kind of like brightens me a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things that like, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that I started to get like, like pay attention to more. How did I feel mm -hmm. when I wore certain colors, um, certain shapes uh, of what I was wearing? Like it just all became so much more intentional. And the focus became like, how do I want to feel today? Because mm -hmm. sometimes like, let's say you have a meeting or maybe that day, you know, you're starting a new workout program. It's like, how do, how do I want to feel in order to get through the things that I have to get through today? Like that's what changed for me the most. And actually the thing that's really, that was really interesting for me when I was talking to my very uh, drag mothers about their experience because they haven't had like the best experience in expressing themselves. You know, I think as women, um, you know, traditionally as women, the thing that is actually more available to us is to be able to use things like makeup and yeah. what we wear and having more options traditionally mm -hmm. to be able to express ourselves through like what we're putting on our bodies. Whereas with men traditionally, like, you know, like their sort of wardrobe options aren't True. as flexible, right? Obviously right. those things have changed over the years and like they continue to change, but it, it those were the things I think that made drag be, be born like yeah. in, with for gay men in their community. So um, we have access to those things, but we don't necessarily use them as vibrantly as we could, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think bringing mm -hmm. that intention especially now like I mean in this these lockdowns it's like one day you're feeling great the next day you're like depressed it's it is what it is so, so it's like using the like paying more attention to the things that make you feel just like alive you know mm -hmm. and just energetic and feel good you know the day may still suck balls like the rest of the day but at least <laughs> you feel good and I honestly sure. <laughs> it's true though but like you know, like I, for me, the thing has been like, if I can at least start my day feeling really good, then at least I like, I can look forward to that one moment in my day where I'm going to feel good. True. You know what I mean? Cause who knows what the hell the rest of the day is, but that's the one thing I have control over. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, it's really important that I start my day feeling really good. And that's it's really actually like, yeah. And like this, um, during the first, uh, lockdown, I had started this thing. Cause like, for me, dance is another thing that just makes me feel so good. It's like, you know, I don't, again, I don't like to work out, but like, I, I don't like to work out even if it's for 15 minutes, like I can't even stay on the treadmill for 15 minutes, but <laughs> you, you give me a good playlist. Like I'll, I could be there for two hours. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, that during the first lockdown, I was actually starting to learn, um, I love house music as well. And, um, I started to learn to shuffle, do you know, shuffle? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. 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 So I started, I was learning to shuffle. Cause I'm like, I need something like to do even if like, you know, 15 minutes a day, I was just literally doing 15 minutes a day, every morning 
I would throw throw on some house music and just like try to learn to shuffle and um it was making me feel so good so like during this lockdown because by the third one I'm like okay like I'm either gonna kill myself or like I don't know what's gonna happen so (laughs) oh god yeah so then uh so basically at that point I was um I was like you know I'm gonna start I started this uh thing now where nine o'clock every morning I like I love like early 2000s R&B hip-hop so like I love mm. that stuff I also love reggaeton but it like it's way too fast for like first thing in the morning like I'm gonna pull something <laughs> never so, like, never too fast <laughs> that's more like lunchtime like I yeah. need a little bit of a warm-up you yeah know, <laughs> at the beginning. but like um yeah so um so I started doing that where like I would um like just for 10 minutes blast some music feel good and again it's this whole energy thing just like yeah make yourself feel good and um, just start your day feeling good. And then, you know, who knows what else is going to happen. But like for those 10 minutes, like I feel so good. And yeah, for me, that's, that's the key. I feel like that's the good way to set it up. Right. Because you're right. Like you have no idea like what's coming. You don't know what the day is going to be like, but I feel like you give your, you give yourself like the best shot at having a decent day. If you start it strong. Yeah. Yeah. The best foot forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, you're taking responsibility for your self-care every day, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah. hundred percent. It's, you know what, it's been a big game changer for me and just feeling like I can take a little bit of control back. Cause it, especially this year, it's like, I feel like I have, oh boy. Zero, yeah. like nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, if I can have, if I can have 10 minutes of my life, um, be my choice you know, I'm on a good start. That's it. Just 10. And you start, and then I think, you know, you, and again, you can work it up to more depending if you need to, like it might start at 10 and end at 20, maybe yeah. even an hour. I know my friend was trying to do the first hour of the day is hers. And she obviously has kids that are at home. So that means that she had to wake up earlier. Bless her heart. She was waking up at 5am every morning. Um, oh but she said it was amazing. Remember we, um, Tori, Tori did that too, right? Mm-hmm. from Canalux. She also was waking up. I think she said five. No, did you say four? She said 4.30 or something. Yeah, four o'clock. So crazy. She's like, oh, I go to bed at eight o'clock because I have to wake up at four, either four or three. It was something ridiculous. Like I start my morning every morning. I'm like, that's not the morning, that's the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. she started like every morning. I think it was like four o'clock and she was like that, like those hours while the world is asleep, I'm so productive. And she's like, I get so much done. I get to meditate. I get to like take a nice long shower. I get to like write my to-do list. I have my coffee. I prepare my daughter breakfast. So by the time she wakes up, like I've already accomplished so much. And I get it. Like, I get that. I'm like envious of that. But I just can't. But like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I get that. I tried it for a little while, but it just, it was, it was hard to get up. But when I did, it was peaceful. I, I was bet. able to like have the breakfast that I want, make it, sit down, eat it, drink oh. my coffee while it was still hot, take a shower, actually comb my hair, do my face, put on clothes that I want and not just jump into some pants. So yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, make it really it really makes such a big difference. Like I, I think at the end of the day, it's like, you know, and it doesn't have to be a morning thing. I tried to do the 4 a.m. thing at one point, but like I'm not a morning person. I'm more of a night owl personally. But like, you know, if it's not a morning thing, just do something for yourself. Like yeah. before yeah. you put your head down on the pillow that you're like, okay, I feel good. And I had a moment just for me. 
No one asked me to wipe their caca. Nobody you know, <laughs> snacks. And I just got to take care of myself. And it's so important, like even more so, like if anything, um, this year, that's been the big like uh, golden nugget for me is like, you got to take care of you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We love this. Listen, <laughs> all the gems in the world and like so much, so much laughter. Like, I think that's one of the best things about you and about um, this pandemic is that although it's been horrific, I feel like I've found so many awesome like social media creatives to make yeah. me laugh. Like, yeah, we need, it. we need it. We need it. We need it. It's like what we like the world needs it. So like, please continue just to shed light and to spread your joy and to just like make fun of yourself and us and the industry, yeah. any and every industry, because like you are you're, 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 you're bringing light and that's what we need. You're bringing light and joy and happiness. And that's what we need more than anything else. So if you wouldn't mind letting all of our listeners know where they can find you and follow you and support you. Um, you can find me um, pretty much on any platform, um, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, chat house. I mean, clubhouse now at Lisa in the city. Um, that's the best place to find me come and check out if you if you guys are into uh you know just starting your day with some um, just i call it groove mornings because it's really just like throwing <laughs> on some music and like you know just kind of warming up your body but also like listening to music like for me it's like i always think of music as like the playlist to your life so like yes. listening to like um, music that maybe you haven't heard in a while or it brings you back to like times in your life is it's all like feel good because mm -hmm. it brings hopefully it brings you back to like good times in your life like I don't play Adele because I feel like that just brings like, <laughs> up stuff like that but like I don't need to cry anymore at all yeah it's well, like we've done enough up. crying we've done enough crying <laughs> but like uh, <laughs> actually yesterday I I did or no, this morning, sorry, I dedicated our groove mornings to uh, the breakup of A-Rod and Jane. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> so it happened, it guys. It happened. Know, so know. you're playing the playlist on Clubhouse? Oh, no, this is on Instagram Live. I love so that. You do that every morning? Uh, Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. live on Instagram, yeah. You're on. Wow. We do three songs. So it's like one song and it's usually, I usually the first song I do like a little bit more like R&B because it's like, you know, you just kind of gently warm up your body. Mm -hmm. And then the second song will do like a bit of a stretch. And then the third song is like, okay, let's get hyped for the day kind of thing. Oh my God. That's amazing. That's so yeah, I love fun. that. It's fun. That's it's so fun. Cool. Especially when you hear like songs like from like, you know, your growing up years and stuff like that. Like it just yeah. feels good. It just feels so good, you know? That's and nostalgic. Then, and then you move on to life of wiping caca out of people's butts. Yep. So, yeah. Caca <laughs> <laughs> <Kaka> wiping. <laughs> oh boy. All the life. Right? Yeah. Oh, Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, you guys are like the best. You guys are such good vibes. So thank you for spreading your good vibes to everybody as well. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> thank you for, for joining us. We love talking to you. A little way to spend our Friday night. Right. But friends, before we head out, I just want to do a quick check in with you guys and remind you to mm -hmm. send us your bomb moms. You can do that at our website at waldenap.ca, where you also can grab our merch and you can also listen to episodes and you also could just message us and say, what's up? Tell Hit us it. how you're doing. 
check in with us. How's the panini treating you guys? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we know we're struggling out here. Yeah. And um, you can also hit us up at WTN Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can check us out at Walden at Podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And where else can you find us? At Apple Mu- Apple Podcasts, where you can rate and review us. Mm-hmm. We're looking for those <laughs> reviews, friends. We're still looking. Because you're here listening. Listen, I don't see me. any rate. That's it. Like, listen, our 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 listens don't match the number of reviews. We I and I just blurred that last line, but you know what I mean. Get out there. You heard us. If you reviewed one's review again, do you want to know another name? <laughs> just keep reviewing because we keep pushing out good content. So there's no excuse. I know it sucks if you can only do it on Apple, but you can. So please go on Apple Podcasts and review us so that our bomb mom community can grow. Yep. But with that being said, friends, nap time is over and we will have to see you guys on our next episode. Goodbye. Bye, friends. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 